and welcome in to the week 14 edition of the Consistently Cashin podcast. I am your host, Colby Conway, at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. And with me, as always, Ron Rigney. So, Ron, how is everything going for you this week? Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this off air. You know, you're rolling into some leagues where you've got to get the win and and head into the playoffs. You're in a little better spot than I am. But, yeah, we're getting to that point in that in the year where – uh, you know, your season, your season's going to be over and hopefully, hopefully for most people, it, that hasn't been for the last four or five weeks. I know I have a couple leagues where I think my season was over about week seven or so. Uh, but luckily I've held on a couple and we'll, and we'll see what happens and we'll see if we can get back on the, uh, cash and train here. We got, got a little, did not record a clutch game last week, but let's see if we can change that. Yep. Just missed, just missed last week. Hope it's a little bit better for us this week. Got a lot of games that should see a good amount of points put up on the board. I know one in particular, I'm assuming we're going to have at least a little bit of action in um, involving a NFC North showdown. I do believe that is, we'll see if we get anything in that game, but Ron, if you're ready, you might as well just start Start breaking down the lineup. Let's start looking and seeing what we have here for the main slate this week. So we'll head over to FanDuel again where we're making the lineup this week. And let's take a look at the board here as we're looking at things. Quarterback is going to be an interesting position. I'm expecting a lot of chalk to come from that Minnesota-Detroit game with how bad those two are and the price points are very, very valuable. If you're going to pay up, I think you can really only look at Jalen Hurts Amongst those elite options, I just don't like – I don't know how much Mahomes is going to throw. Is he going to do anything in the fourth quarter? And Josh Allen going against the Jets struggled a little bit against them last time, but he is Josh Allen, so that is that. So quarterback this week, I, for me, I've, a lot of lineups have come down to, is it Kirk? Is it Jared Goff? I pretty much want a piece of that game. If not going there, I like Jalen Hurts. But what say, what say you at the quarterback position? It's almost like you were in my brain when I was building this lineup a little bit ago, and those are the guys that I looked at. I started my lineup with Jalen Hurts, and at 8,700, I just could not get the value at other spots that I really felt good about. And I feel like we've gone with Kirk Cousins a couple of different times, and I feel like he's been in nice spots, and he might have recorded a victory for his team, but as far as for us DFS and fantasy players, didn't record the stats that we needed. So I scrolled down a little bit, and I threw Jared Goff in there for 7,100 against uh, against Minnesota, you alluded to that NFC North uh, showdown. Minnesota is one of the worst in the league against the pass, and we've seen that Detroit offense put up some points. We've seen Amon Ross St. Brown. He's been good to us the last couple of weeks. He's going to get a ton of looks, uh, and, I, and I think that it's a nice potential there at 7100 bucks to get some serious value. The big thing is, too, that this game is at home, and you can only play Jared Goff at home. You can't, can't play him on the road. It's as simple as that, so – we are going to roll with Jared Goff. I do think Tyler Huntley's interesting and maybe in GPPs. I don't know if I can mm-hmm. trust him in cash, but I'm going to go with you with Jared Goff as our quarterback this week. We'll head over to the running back position now. Derrick Henry's up there against Jacksonville. We all know Henry against AFC South opponents has been unfair for the past couple of years, you could say. He's one of the elite options. I don't want Saquon because of the neck and the matchup. Philly's run defense is figuring out the last couple of weeks with the multiple additions that they made and Jordan Davis being back in the fold there. A lot of people are going to go to the Dallas running back. Do you pick the right one? Can you go both against Houston? Their run defense has been a little bit better of late. Not that it's been great, but it's been a just slightly, slightly better. So that's something to consider there too if we try to go with one of the, the Dallas backs. I have some thoughts when we get to the receivers of that 
Dallas and Houston game, but we'll save that for wide receiver. But where do we go at running back? There's, you know, the, the chalk has always been just whoever faces Houston. Well, now there's two guys to go. Do you pick one of them? What about looking at some other games? You know, another soft run defense of the Chargers. I believe they're the Sunday night game, so we don't get them on the main slate. Some of the other teams are on bye. We just had the Raiders play. What do we do at the running back position this week? First thing I did at running back, you hit you you talked about that Texans Cowboys game, and I, I guessed with uh, Tony Pollard. I feel like he's the healthier of the two. I feel like Zeke's going to get some run, obviously, but I feel like if it gets to a point where they've got to just start handing the ball off, I think Zeke will be mixed in, obviously, and I think he'll get a good a good amount of touches. But I think Tony Pollard will be the guy that they're going to lean on a little bit more in that scenario to get a little bit more work. So that's the guy I went with there. I like that seventy five hundred price tag. I like that big playability. I feel like he's got that big playability a little bit more than Zeke does for sure. Catches a little bit out of the backfield. The other guy I went with, and I did this just to kind of round out my lineup because I was running out of money. I, and it, it's all dependent upon who decides they're going to be healthy enough and who's going to suit up. I went with Travis Homer for Seattle. They have nothing left in the backfield. Kenneth Walker's probably not going to play. It looks like DJ Dallas is out. So it looks like uh, Kenneth, or Travis Homer practiced in full. Yesterday, he'd been kind of questionable heading into the week, but at $5,800, I threw him in there just because if he's the RB1, getting an RB1 at $5,800, and the only real other guy he's got in there to compete with is Tony Jones. Kind of like that value. So we'll see what we come up with later on. Um, but I think he get, he gets enough that it justifies that salary, depending on where we go later on. The, the big thing, too, with homers, he's a very good pass catching back. So he should have at least a baked-in floor in terms of his receiving capabilities and his role in the offense. So we'll have to see, depending where we come out, if we can upgrade him money-wise, I think that would be the move. Um, and we'll see how it goes from there. But if not, if Homer's going to be the guy, then I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, I'm jumping right in here. We're already going Jared Goff. We're done fading Amon Ross St. Brown. We took him out of the lineup last week and did us where the sun didn't shine. We're not doing it again. Minnesota's so bad against wide receivers. Over the last four weeks, third most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. We cannot fade Amon Ross St. Brown anymore. Jared Goff is at his best at home. And just take a look here for St. Brown home. 114 and two scores. 122 and a score. Four for 55. Seven for 69. Nine for 116 and two scores. So in his home games, we're talking 16, 34, 10, 7, 23, and 29 at home. And this is a great, 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 great matchup for him against this Minnesota team. And he went for six or 73 in an earlier match against them. And again, this game's at home. Jared Goff's good. So Amon Ross St. Brown is good. He's our wide receiver one. Ron, I'll let you go with wide receiver two. Same thing that I looked at the other two spots. And, and the matchups are solid, but not great. But I feel like they're, they're a couple of guys that are going to get opportunities. First place I went was George Pickens at 6,300. And all that stuff came out about him not getting the ball and complaining about that. And I watched a little bit of Mike Tomlin talking about that, addressing it at the press conference. And I feel like Mike Tomlin is a guy that, you know, he said he liked the fire that George Pickens has, maybe not the way he went about complaining about getting the ball, but it seems like a good situation for them to be able to get him the ball. We know that the Ravens have allowed a little bit of, little bit of yardage to uh, uh, pass offenses coming in. They're ranked 25th, so not, not you know, Kenny Pickett at the helm has gotten a little bit better, um, but I'm hoping that we get a touchdown out of Pickens to come justify that. And the last guy I went with, uh, a guy kind of like Travis Homer, just the last man standing for this uh, Giants wide receiver core, is also 6,300, and that's Darius Slayton. 
Darius Slayton, I believe, is five out of seven as far as clutch games last few weeks. Um, coming off a game where he went six for 90, trying to reestablish himself as he did a couple of years ago. Remember 2019 had 750 yards, but also had eight touchdowns. I'd like to see more scores from him. But I feel like there's not much else in that Giants passing game. And at $6,300, I had to save a little bit of money, too. So that's kind of the price range I was at. So I went with uh, went with Slayton for my wide receiver three. So I'm hoping that you have a little bit better options than I do. I mean, there's one guy I want to pay up for if we can afford him. So I'm going to see if we if we have enough. We'll put in Slayton in there for now, and I'm going to see if we can afford the guy that I want to go with in the flex because I want to pay up at tight end. We saw how good Mark Andrews was down the stretch. I believe it was last year with Tyler Huntley, and Pittsburgh is allowed the fifth most fantasy, fantasy points per game to tight ends over the last four weeks. So I I really want to go Mark Andrews here. I'm, I'm not going to mess with Kelsey. Of course, he has a – I think he struggled. We played him last week and he was okay, but five points isn't really going to do it for us. So I want to save a little bit, but I still want to pay up at this position. And I, I want to go Mark Andrews with Huntley. If they can replicate what they did last year, because he was a beast down the stretch last year. So I'm hoping that we get that with Mandrews here. So let's go ahead and put Andrews in at the tight end, unless you have somebody else that you'd prefer over Andrews. No, I was, I looked at Kelsey. I'm kind of with you. I wanted to go with him. I don't love the matchup, but I love the matchups, the two matchups below him better so for me it was between andrews and hawkinson um to get a little bit more of that uh that nfc north showdown but i ended up going with with actually went with i fit kelsey and hawkinson in but if we want to save up and and pay up for your guy at flex let's go with either andrews or hawkinson there i do like hawkinson in the revenge game too and minnesota hasn't been that great against receipt or against tight ends either so i think we could if we want to go a little bit so let's i don't want to pigeonhole us in here in terms of defense but the one guy I really really like is AJ Brown the he is so good I'm going to talk about this on the um profit like it's hot podcast so you know obviously check that out you know um shameless plug there but Giants play a ton of man coverage that's what they do especially sometimes there's safety over top sometimes there is not but in man coverage this year uh, I used the data over at Pro Football Focus for this. Against man coverage here this season, A.J. Brown is the third most receiving yards, sixth most receptions, fifth highest PFF receiving grade, tied for the most receiving touchdowns, third most yak yards after the catch, and tied for the most missed tackles forced on receptions against man coverage. I think he could bust this slate open. They are going to have to – they're going to throw the ball over the Giants. I hope the Giants can keep it close enough. But A.J. Brown is a guy that I think I have to have in every lineup. And to be honest, I don't know if he's going to have very high ownership. So we're not exactly trying to go against the grain with every pick in cash games. But you can differentiate yourself from the pack from a little bit. Like we have some chalk here with Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown. Might be the biggest chalk of the slate. And if Homer is in fact the RB1 for this game because Walker's out and DJ Dallas is hurt, that's another big chalk piece. We have three uber chalk players. We need to differentiate somewhere, and it's not like we're you know differentiating with a forty-four or a $4,600 receiver who has one target over the past three weeks, but hey, it could happen. You know, We're not in one of those boats. A.J. Brown's a stud. I would love to fit him in here. Uh, he, he is probably my favorite flex play. Other receivers that I do like a little bit if we come down here, I really like Garrett Wilson if we want to save some more. And D.J. Moore's a guy I think that we could probably look to get in there. It's just – Trusting Carolina is hard, and you don't feel good about it even when all the numbers and everything tells you to do it. 
Um, that's where I'm thinking there. Um, if we can get AJ Brown, I say we go with him. But if it's at the expense of we almost have to keep Homer, if we could go with DJ Moore but bump Homer up to a running back in the low to mid sevens, I would consider that too. So maybe we hold off for a second and do defense first. Um, <sighs> Cowboys are in a good spot. Houston is their two offensive tackles are good. The interior of the line is not very good. And I think that's going to re- uh, wreak some havoc for them and it's going to rear its ugly head, but we can't pay 5,200 for a defense. So where, where's the value on defense this week for us, Ron? I, w- I paid down a little bit, uh, scrolled down quite a bit down to the Steelers at 3,800. I know we mentioned we like Andrews. So might want to look at that a little bit differently now that we've got him in there. I don't look, even though Andrews could have a decent game as far as yardage, I just don't look for this game to be all that high scoring. Uh, you know, we've got these NFC North showdowns that, you know, come down in the stretch here and they're just, you know, they're just those kind of slobber knocker type games. And I think this might be one of those. So even though we've got a guy in there, I looked down at, at that $3,800 range. I went down with, with them because I needed to save a little bit of money. And I'll tell you another one that I looked at too, and it's a little bit more expensive, but I looked at the Niners against Tampa Bay as kind of a sneaky one because yet again, Tom Brady's been doing what he needs to do to win, but you saw what they had to do to come back and meet New Orleans. That offense, Mike Evans, I'm not sure what is going on between Tom Brady and Mike Evans, but Mike Evans has flat out disappeared for the last few weeks. You've got Chris Godwin. I, when I watch him play, I kind of see Chris Godwin as that Julian Edelman type role, a lot of you know slot stuff, a lot of short passes and trying to get yards after the catch. But for the most part, they have not been impressive on offense at all whatsoever. I know Leonard Fournette is back. I know Rashawn White looked decent, but – that Niners defense is a buzzsaw, and, it, and it's and it's loaded everywhere. And you've got D'Amico Ryan's guy's going to be a head coach next year. I kind of like that at forty six hundred as well, even though it is against Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I if I was looking up there at the 49ers, I've been settling in on the Chiefs against Denver. They just are anemic. Yeah. they don't do anything. Yeah. They just they're going a turnover or two. Kansas City can get after them a little bit. I, I do like the reasoning for the 49ers. And honestly, if their price tags were swapped, I'd probably like the 49ers more. But when it comes to defenses, I like saving a little bit of money. So when I've been up in this range, I've been looking at the Chiefs. I I do like the Steelers, though, because I think that's going to allow us to go elsewhere. And we may not get a ton of turnovers, but they should keep the points down and maybe they can get a couple sacks. So mm-hmm. let's – you good with the Chiefs? Yeah. So if we put the Chiefs in, we're at seventy one hundred. So that puts us shy, quite yeah, shy. The only, the only reason I didn't I didn't talk about the Chiefs all that much is I was thinking about their defense. They just kind of lack guys that make plays. And I know yeah. they got a long, lot of young DBs, and I know that you're going against Russell Wilson, and that makes them that bumps them up a little bit. So that's the only reservation I had. But I can definitely see definitely see the reasoning, and I like what you said there about flip flopping the price tags there because we might need that few hundred bucks uh, depending on who we're going to go with here. Yeah, I mean, that 100 right now, I mean, even if we go back up, I, we can still put in DJ Moore if we're thinking him because Seattle has been pretty – they've been good against receivers, but they can they can get got a little bit. You know what I mean? It looks like here the seventh most fantasy points per game over the last four weeks to receivers, and DJ Moore is the only receiver on that team with a pulse, and Darnold likes to look him down. So, I mean, we can go DJ Moore, and then really it's just a matter of picking if we want 49ers or, or Chiefs. We, we really have our pick of the litter if you're okay with DJ Moore. Sure. So if we go DJ Moore, yeah, we got 4,700. I mean, shoot, we could even go Eagles if you wanted to. Basically, we're looking at Eagles, Niners, Chiefs now for the, for our defense. And I, I mean, I like the Niners. I think they can make plays in that Tampa Bay offense outside of the final two and a half minutes of a game last week did nothing. So let's do it. Let's do Niners. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, looking at it here, we're basically settling in with Homer. Let's say for some reason one of those other guys does play. We have 100 left over if anybody needs to pivot in their lineups. Looking at some guys here. Mm, I, I mean, you could go Tony Jones, I guess. He's going to be in the mix. Jarek McKinnon is reasonably in, reasonably in play, you can say. Uh, who else do we got here? Who would we recommend going to? Honestly, I'd almost probably rather just drop the defense a couple more hundred and go up to the likes of like James Cook, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, there's not, I would say Homer's about the bottom, bottom of the barrel. I don't want to go any lower than that because there's just not guys there that are going to get touches. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably what we would do then. But all right. I guess that makes the week 14 consistently cash and live. Jared Goff, Tony Pollard, Travis Homer, Amon Ross St. Brown, George Pickens, Darius Slayton, Mark Andrews, DJ Moore, and the Niners defense. Thoughts? I like it. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys I feel pretty good there about, you know, in that 6,000 range. Hopefully we can get a touchdown out of Darius Slayton, touchdown out of George Pickens. I think that'll be uh, be, be big. But like I said, I look for them to look for Pickens to get it, get the ball in his hand so he can uh, get that confidence built back up. And so we'll see what happens. But overall, a lot of nice value. Got him on Ross St. Brown back in there. I'm with you. We're, we, we can't fade that guy in those matchups anymore. Just can't do it. Can't do it. He They're very well – could be a chance if he has a big week this week and maybe if Justin Jefferson doesn't do maybe as quite as expected, I there's a chance Almon Ross and Brown could be the highest price receiver next week on FanDuel. If he's on the main site, I haven't really looked ahead to week 15 yet, but if he's on there very well, could be staring down the barrel of an Amon Ross St. Brown top price wide receiver on a DFS slate. What a rise it's been for the young guy there for the lions, but Ron, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Where can everybody find you? All the content here at BigGuyFantasySports.com and everything like that. I'm Ron Rigney on Twitter. Uh, Bob and I got together and recorded a new consistency uh, show last night, so check that out. Uh, the uh, consistency check-in coming in early tomorrow morning. Give you some names to look for for the next couple of weeks, especially as you uh, head into the playoffs. Maybe a couple guys you can add for the uh, playoff run. Uh, all the lineup tools, you, can, you know, the podcast you're listening to right now, the prop bet show that will be up there tomorrow. Um, give you a little taste of that with A.J. Brown here. I think I'm going to take the over with A.J. Brown just about everywhere I can get it. Uh, so, yeah, check, check all that stuff out wherever you get your podcast and also at BigGuyFantasySports.com. Absolutely, and I'm at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. We'll have this. Bob and I will be recording the Prop Like It's Hot podcast. It'll be Saturday for us, so that's when you'll get to hear it. So as you're listening to that podcast, that'll be today as you're listening we'll see when we'll see when uh bob gets this one posted for us as he comes back from the bye week so it's good to good for him to get back uh you know back in the saddle after a little break getting back in the consistently cash or the consistency show uh here but all the great content at bigguyfantasysports.com check it out there give us a follow on twitter play this lineup in your week 14 cash games 50 50s and double ups so best of luck in week 14 and as always stay consistent